Yes, Lord, God bless everybody. This is Pearly Merly Marcuson, honey. I've been on quantization. I've been quantination. Uh-huh. I've been on quantination for about uh four, five months now. Somebody asked me, Pearlene, where you been? I said, child, I don't play with these people. Uh-uh. I do not play with these people. They told me that Karina was in there and Karina was killing people. And Karina had people who couldn't breathe, had fevers. I said, oh, no, uh-uh. Uh-uh. I'm too old. Uh-uh. I'm staying out the way. So where, where, where has Pearlene Merkins been? I'm going to tell you where Pearlene been. Pearlene has been in the house. Do you hear me? I'm telling you, so I, I, I told Russell, Russell talking about, we have been in this house for about, um, I'm going to get to my topics and stuff, but I just want to tell y'all what Russell been doing. So Russell going to step in and tell me, going to say, uh, uh, Pearlene, we ought to go out, we ought to go out dancing. I told him, who, who going to go out, who going out dancing with you? So honey, uh-uh. You gonna uh uh-uh. you gonna if you go out dancing you gonna go out dancing by yourself and then if you go out dancing you gonna have to find you somewhere else to go cause you not bringing Karina up in him so what I what I suggest you do Russell Randolph Merkelson is for you to go back there in that back room sit down and watch you another episode of Law and Order then when you get tired of that. You need to go over there and get you back-to-back episodes of Criminal Mind. And when you get sick of that, turn the TV off and go to sleep, honey, and wake up tomorrow and do it all over again. Because we ain't going nowhere until Karina get out of here. You know what I'm saying? I'm telling you, it's true. Show sure is. Honey, this thing is crazy. And this pencil then tells the crying. You know what? I think wherever you are listening to this podcast, you need to just buy your head. Let's have a moment of silence. For a moment of silence for the silence that's in our president's head, okay? Moment of silence, everyone, please. Okay, very good. Nice. Thank you. We're done. Amen. And so now I want to go into my talk today about um, uh, churches, houses of worship, mosques, and uh, synagogues, and, and all of these things opening back up, you know. So... The thing, you know, and, when I, and whenever I get to re- get ready to talk about uh, official things, I get proper. So don't worry about it. And we're gonna we're gonna go through a few things today because you have tuned in to the Perling Merling Merkelson uh, podcast. So I read this article that your president has told us that we can go back to church, and I said, well, uh do they have a vaccine? Do they have a pill? Do they have a cream? Do they have any ointment or spray that we can take to secure us from the, uh, this coronavirus? And so he's talking about some, he's he telling the governors to, to open up. Now, I said, y'all can open up wherever you want to open up. But until y'all get a handle on Karina, Karina 19, I ain't going nowhere. You understand what I'm saying? And so these churches, they better watch themselves because there's something called uh, a lawsuit. Uh-huh. And see, one of the main things these churches do is have big gatherings. That's what we do. And so you're going to go up in there and you have all the seniors because, see, I'm, I'm 75. Uh, I'm 75. And I'm, 
We have a seniors going up in there, and we already compromised. Already got got rheumatoid arthritis, got the gout. We got some of us. We got diabeticness and high blood and low blood. And some some of uh, like uh, Agatha ain't got no blood at all. You understand? Know I'm saying got anemia and all this kind of stuff. Blind in one eye, can't see out the other. Deaf in one ear, can't hear out the other. And we up in there. Look at our hand, literally come out some. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Baby, I can say thank you, Jesus at the hot. Well, 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 I told, I told my grandkids, I love y'all, but y'all just pass by. Uh-huh. On Mother's Day, don't come up in here. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Pass by. Cash help me some money. Cause, uh, Wendell, Wendell showed me how, how to do this cash app. I said, oh yeah, I like this. I told him, I said, honey, cash out me some money, and if you want to see me, I'm going to put a picture out on the front porch, and you just drive by and wave at it, because I'm not coming out there. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. I told my children, I said, keep, keep, keep your kids at home. I don't want to see them. I, I don't even want FaceTime, because somebody told me that you can get Karina off of, uh, off of, the, off of the telephone. And you can get on the internet and you can get on the podcast and the radio and Facebook and all that. I told him, I'm not doing none of that. But then I found that was a lie for him back on here again anyway. Praise the Lord, everybody. Welcome to the Curly Millie Murkerson Show. And so it's where, uh, if you don't want to hear the truth, don't ask Perlene, because I'm going to tell you like it is. And if you can't take it, then clock out. That's all I got to say. You just need to clock out because, uh, we, we, we got to get this right. And so, all these churches opening back up. Let me just deal with them one by one. Okay, I'm going to just deal with it one by one. And we're going to go down the list. Amen. Praise God. I got the norm to deal with it. And so, uh, uh, see, a lot of these churches, see, they acting like they ready for people to come back in to worship, for commune with God. First of all, if you're not able to commune with God from your house, I'm going to go ahead and help you. It's a high probability that you are not worshiping God, the real God, at the church. A lot of this we're going to see what they call is emotionalizing, emotionalism. We get caught up out in the music and caught up in the choir and caught up in all of the church stuff. All that's culture. That's church culture. And ain't nothing wrong with church culture until coronavirus show up and start killing people. That's the only thing something wrong get wrong with the church culture. When coronavirus start coming to the church, mixing in with the church culture, and people start dying from it. You know what I'm saying? See, this coronavirus is the new is the new uh uh church shooter. You know what I'm saying? Going up in there unknowingly and just shooting everybody while we up in there dancing, doing the Holy Ghost two step, and doing the Thank You Jesus slide. And up in there doing a huckabuck in the name of Jesus. All of us leaving now, there was something that we ain't got. And then we wake up in the morning, can't breathe. Devil is a lie. Uh-uh. He's a breath of life. But I'm telling you, I ain't going to give him the breath of life no challenges. Go with the God's name with this Karina. I'm going to stay at home anyway. I told him, if y'all going to open up these churches, there's something you got to do to do. And here's a list of things that I suggest that you do before you open up your church. First of all, people that are 60 years, let's say 55, 55, no, let's say 59. Let's go to retirement age 59. If you're 59 years older, then you can't come until we get this Karina under control. That's, that's first. 
No 59 and upwards. So that means we can't have a church because the pastor is probably that age, okay? So we're going to have to look at that. No 59 years and upwards, especially if you have more than 10 people. Or if your church building is not large enough where you can put people at an adequate distance from each other. That's like six feet, you hear what I'm saying? So there is a way you can do it safely, but you have to think about it carefully. And you have to get a strategy, a reopening strategy, okay? You got to go and get to see how many people can you comfortably see at six feet apart, okay? Then perhaps you need to have not one service, you have to have two services or three services. Or if you're a mega church, you might need to have 15 services. You get what I'm saying? Whatever it, the case may be, you need to keep the people six feet apart. But then you need to have, glory to God, you need to have somebody checking temperatures. And you need to have some antibody tests. Uh-huh. And you need to work with your health ministry to be given some coronavirus tests up in there. What you need to do is a week before, open up a coronavirus test and test all your members. This is what it's going to do, praise God. It's going to let them know whether they're sick or not, and then you can really, really be sure that half of the sick people will stay at the house, praise God. Because, see, the danger in this coronavirus is that uh, uh, you can be what they call a, a uh, synthesized. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Asymptomatic. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Asymptomatic. That's what it is, asymptomatic. And so I looked that up because that was a new word for me. Old Perlene had to go look it up. So they got this little fashion thing on your, on your phone now called Google. So I looked it up and uh, praise God, I saw that with revelation. See, asymptomatic means that you sick but you ain't got no symptoms. See, that's dangerous right there, baby. That's danger. That's danger. I'd rather you be coughing, sneezing, coughing, sneezing, stuffy head, fever, so you can get some rest medicine. Then you be coming up and hook a book and Jesus' name, shouting, dancing, speaking to him, coughing, hooking, hawking up and spitting, sweating all over me. You leave and go and live 50 more years and I die in the next two weeks. The devil is a lie. Uh-uh. 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 I ain't ready to go home yet. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. He comes on to you. I ain't ready to go home yet. I told him I'm not ready. I told him not ready, because I, sometimes I still drinks, glory to God, drinks, and I'm, I'm struggling with that, and I ain't, God ain't delivered me from everything yet, so I'm just not ready, I'm not ready to clock out and go up to the break room in the heaven, I'm not ready, praise God, oh Lord, thank you Jesus, all right, let me quit, let me quit <laughs> showing out, amen, let's get back to business, so now, you work with the health department, the city government, the the Department of Health and Human Services, to set up a, a, a testing site at your church. You need to have some social responsibilities. Get people tested at your church. It's just a good gesture. And not just your members, but everybody in your community. It's educational. It's going to help all of us see how sick we really are. Because we walk around here now and don't know what we got. So you do that. That's going to help you decide who can come to church. You make sure that you keep your online ministry going and thriving because 
It is a viable form of ministry. I've been looking at the online ministry for the last 10 years. I haven't been to church in 10 years. Amen. And see, I thank God for Bishop Jackson, Rod Parsley, and I love, I love, I love Kenneth and Gloria Copeland. I love the way he said, praise God, hallelujah. I love the way he said, I love that man said, praise God, hallelujah. Oh, Lord, it just blessed my heart. And so, praise God. I love it. I love it here. Oh, Bill, oh, Bill Winston, don't mess with Bill. Uh, I love Brother Bill Winston here. That's my pastor right there. Sure, yeah. That's my pastor. Little Bill Winston, Creflo, and uh, uh, Creflo and Taffy. I said, that Taffy, I'm just going come a long way. I remember Taffy, child. When Taffy first started preaching, I used to say, please, 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 Creflo. Please, please, please. Please don't let Taffy preach today. But now, they ain't going to tell you, Taffy grew up. You know what I'm saying? Taffy grew up. Thank God for Taffy Dollar. Amen. We thank God for Taffy Dollar because she's a blessing. Yes, she is. And she knows how to teach that word. I praise God. I don't listen to her much anymore. But praise God for her. And so, uh, all these TV ministries, I'm telling you, they've been blessing me for years. You know, I don't send money to all of them. I send them to my local church, but... Right, so keep your online ministry, your television ministry, if you have one. I don't know why you would have one because nobody's really looking at TV ministries anymore. But be that as it may, keep your, keep your online ministries because it's viable, it's vital, vital, it's vital to your uh, ministry existence. Okay. Another thing you want to do, you want to do, you want to put the people in the shifts, okay? And you want to make sure that after every service, that you do a clean. See, that's what we're going to fall out right there because some of y'all don't like to clean. Because I show up at some of your, up some of your churches just on a regular, Sunday, a regular Sunday without no cleaner in sight. And I go to your bathrooms and your bathroom smells like you hadn't flushed the toilet since the last service. This, in my friend, is what we call a problem. If I can spell, smell urine in the church's lobby, that's emanating from your church's bathroom, you're nasty. Praise the Lord. I said you're nasty. Yes. Praise the Lord. So, you need to make sure that every service, you got the cleaning crew. Got the cleaning crew. Make sure they got plenty of energy. We don't need the mothers doing this. We need the young people to get energy. You need some supervisors. To spray it down, wipe it down with, I don't come with none of this, none of this, uh, this uh, disinfected stuff that ain't got no bleach in it, honey, because that ain't the time to be all vegan and health conscious, glory to God. It's time you get some good old 100% B-L-E-A-C-H, glory to God, don't, uh-uh, uh-uh, not the Senate kind, I want the Senate kind. I don't want the no, I want the regular meat. I'm talking about we need that bleach that you can mix with pine salt and Lysol and Mr. Clean. Praise the Lord. And you can go in there and with, with some, some, some face masks on and fumigate and scandalize and sanitize. Praise God. Well, fumigate, scandalize, and sanitize. I don't really know what scandalize means, but it just felt good, so I said it. Praise God. Sure did. And need to clean up, you know what I'm saying? Between each service, you know, get some spray and spray those seats down because when people sit down with seats, 
I'm going to say this. I have to say this because I feel, I feel the Spirit leading me to say this. We must spray the seats, saints, especially when you have cloth chairs. These cloth chairs, praise God, they, um, these cloth chairs, they, uh, they have soft, soft uh, material and smells and germs attach themselves with claws to these soft surfaces. And while people are sitting down, unbeknownst to you, their butts are sweating. <laughs> Lord Jesus, I took a moment there. Their, their butts are sweating. And so we've got to guard against the BSS. Okay, the BSS. And I know some of you are sitting at home wondering, what is BSS? I'm glad you asked because I'm going to introduce you to this new medical diagnosis. It is the butt sweating syndrome. Uh-huh. And the butt sweating syndrome, as you can imagine, carries a little odor. <laughs> Lord, I'm up in here tired. Lord, Russell, come in here and get me, honey. Because I'm up in here tickling my own self, Lord. I'm tickling my own self. It comes with an a, 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 a ungodly, unseemly old door. And just think, if you have 200, 300, 400, 1,500 butts, now coming in, sitting on those seats, and you're not scandalizing and sanitizing and fumigating. Oh, Lord, it's going to create a scent and aroma that is not pleasing in the sight, in the sense, in the nostrils of God. Oh yeah, it's going gonna, it's gonna to create what the Bible calls a strange fire. And that's what I feel like some of your churches have been producing. Strange fire, scents and odors and smells and things is emanating. <laughs> They're emanating, hallelujah, from your chairs. And it's not right, it's not godly. It's not sanitized, it's not scandalized. It's not fumigated. We need to change that. So you need to make sure you got plenty of scandalization supplies and fumigation supplies and all these things to make sure that the chairs are, 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 are conducive and negotiable for the anointing. And so that's another thing you need to do. Then none of this go hug your neighbor and high five your neighbor. We got to curtail all of that. You can tell your neighbor, but make sure you're six weeks apart and don't say nothing out your mouth. Just mouth it to them, you know. Act like everybody's deaf up in there and just move your lips. Praise the Lord. And so tell them, if they say neighbor, you say, and then you, and you look at them and you try to read their lips and make sure what they're saying. If you can't understand this, don't worry about it. Just put a look on your face like you got it and go on. Praise God. I'm almost coming to the end of my list. But the last thing we need to understand is that uh, this coronavirus is serious. Now, I don't know. Some people say it's a hoax. Some people say that it was created by the Chinese. And some people say it was created by white people to kill black people. Some people say it was created by the United States to kill China. And I don't know what's going on, but something is strange about it. You understand what I'm saying? And whether it was created to do this or that, I don't know. But I do know too many people dying from this Karina. 
And so I don't want to be one of them. So next time you go to church and you don't see Sister Perry Mary Marcus, just know that I'm still trusting God. But I will not be back into the house of God until they got a coronavirus scrub, a coronavirus lotion, a coronavirus antivirus spray. Until they have a queer virus, antivirus, wig, and blouse. And until they get a career antivirus skirt, I won't be back. Mm-mm. Uh-uh, these masks ain't good enough. I need a whole outfit that's coronavirus protected. And so thank you so much for joining me. This is the Pulling Rolling Merkerson Show. Where, if you don't want to hear the truth, don't ask me. Because I'm going to tell you what, just like it is. God bless all of your shows, dude. And listen, listen, listen. You have a wonderful day. And stay out these big crowds. You know, I know you got to go to the store because you ain't going to quit eating for nothing. I already know that, so I ain't going to tell you that because they ain't going to need me to bring that up. Because you don't care what you get from that grocery store because you're going to go in there. I know you're going to go in there, so I ain't going to say nothing about it. I ain't going to mess with your groceries because... You know, you're anointed to grossify. You're anointed to grossify. So I ain't going to mess with you. Just, just protect yourself and your family and your elders, okay? All those who can't protect themselves. Help us, yeah? All right? Have a wonderful day. This has been pretty. It's pretty much. I'm about to clock out. I got to go. Russell got the ears down so I can put him to bed because he's getting on my nerves. I told him, we ain't going out here. Sit yourself down. You'll get out of my face. You know, I don't play with people's children and stuff. And old people need I got my face because I got to protect myself. Praise God. So I pray that all y'all have a wonderful day. And have a good memorial day because it's going to be memorial day. I don't know what you're memorializing, but you just have a good memorial day. May God bless you. May God keep you. And stay out of the crowd. Uh-huh. All right. I'll talk to y'all later. Check back in with me later.